Anyway, guys, how's it going this morning? It's not morning. How's it going this this evening or afternoon <laughs> or wherever the hell you are? This is Faz Radio. This is Faz with Faz Radio, and we have Titan here. Say Hello. All right, that's Titan. So <laughs> we have some interesting stuff today. I had to just change the name of the video because at the last minute we saw something on Twitter and we just had to talk about that too. Uh, yeah, so um, <clears throat> it's been an interesting day on CFA, right? So I, what I'll normally do. Yeah, let's talk about the CFA I... stuff first because the people yeah. coming here for Twitter will will have to sit through it. Or you could just move that little slider to go past it. But, you know, the, the live people, well, you're SOL. Not to listen to this. Go ahead. <laughs> so what I'll do is at the end of the workday, as I'm letting the car warm up and everything, I'll pop in and you know take a look at at CFA. And you know normally there's like thirty or forty messages you know to catch up on. And I'll think about it on the way home so I can start responding. Well, uh, I get in the car and I get it started, and I open up the Gala stuff room. And it says 145 unread messages. And I said, what in the hell is happening here today? It means, it means that people don't have a life and they're all arguing with each other over stupid shit. That's I mean, they do on CFA, apparently that was that was insane. Right. So uh, I read through a bunch of it and then uh, took off to come home and join the conversation when I got home and. It, it was a spicy day uh, on, on CFA with people uh, having some great conversations. And we're going to get into some of that uh, a little bit later with the accusations portion. Uh, Faz and I were, were yipping before we, we went live here. And, uh, well, that's what you call that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I run at the yip constantly. So, you know, this... this for for as annoying as Faz can be at times with his arguing style, he he does make a lot of sense when he talks about defining what you're actually trying to argue. So I, I think it should be a little bit more clear when we get to that portion of it. Um, but when you boil it down, it is it is a very, very good topic to talk about how to present an argument. Well, good. That's a that's a good setup, actually, for for a couple things, and and Twitter will will dovetail into this conversation very easily. So, <clears throat> um, I've noticed this in the crypto world. Okay, what people do is they throw out an accusation, and that accusation is somehow true until that person can disprove it. No, that's not how it works. That's called a witch hunt. Um, you, I don't care what you found out through other sources. No, and I'm, I'm thinking of any subject you can think of. I'm not picking on any, any one or anything specific subject in, in particular. I'm just talking about people in the crypto world seem to just say shit. And then it's true until other people can somehow like prove it's wrong. And, uh, well, isn't that what McCarthyism was like? You know, you're you're a, you're a red commie, and then you had to prove that you weren't. I can hear myself talking, Mister Titan. There you go. Um, so I'm about how delayed I am. I'm delayed about 
10 I, seconds. I can still still hear myself tightening. <laughs> anyway, um, that's a problem. That's a problem with with how you have discord in the crypto discourse on discord and in the crypto world is people find out something. They hear about something going on and then maybe they see it in another place or maybe you get some other friends are like, yeah, I think that, too. And then you just start talking as if it's true. And there's there's and a lot of people propagate this kind of stuff. And I spend a lot of time asking people why. Prove it. So where, where's the basis for this? And, and they don't want to say the obvious, which is why well, I, well, I heard it from Fred and I heard it from Joe and I heard it from Jim. You don't know, do you? It's well, they all agree. We all know. We all know what's going on. OK, what do you know? Well, we know this, 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 this terrible thing that's going on. This person has to answer for it. And, uh, of course I'm talking about, uh, uh, you know, any, any specific coin that has a scandal or any specific, um, crypto that, that has something fishy about it. All of a sudden people find out something and then they want to demand answers. Imagine me pounding on a table. They want to demand answers on you know, some accusation that they have and okay, fine. It's, oh, it's cool that, that you can ask these questions. You should ask the questions, but ask them as questions instead of saying, look, we know, we, we know this is happening. Just confirm it. And then when they don't, then it's th this person's hiding it. What the fuck are they hiding? Sure. You know, so I'm sorry, but anybody who makes accusations about, a crypto or or a, or or an nft or a coin or whatever you're i'm not going to believe you and so i constantly give people a hard time on crypto faz academy when they start implying things when they start just quote saying things i'm just saying no that's not how it works you you actually have to to give people the details help if if you really want to find out the answer Start asking questions so other people can start looking up stuff. I mean, it's it's almost like if everybody agrees, that's good enough, right? But that's that's not how it really works. So anyway, that was that was something I wanted to get into with with uh, Titan. Uh, what do you think, Mister Titan, uh, about that thing? Well, well, as you say, that was that was like a word sandwich there. So. Um... <laughs> I've I've learned better ways to communicate, and uh, I've gotten my ass handed to me on many occasions uh, at the beginning of CFA for presenting a thought or what I thought was fact, and then when it it comes to like backing everything up, I didn't have it. I only had my thoughts, so it was broken back down into. Hey, this is this is an opinion, uh, and until there's fact, well, you know, nothing's really there. So as we dovetail this into transparency and and what, you're moving on already, you're moving no, on no, already. No, 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 no. And I'm saying I'm trying to relate all these things together. So when you when you're talking about, let's say, the the big CFA topic today of uh, what is what is 
the way to look at transparency? What should realistically be expected? Okay, we did talk about that yesterday where we, were, we're, we started saying if, if you are a company or, um, or a crypto or something, and if you, <clears throat> you're putting out a product and people disagree with your product or with how your company is doing things, what should be expected of the company? And what, what real rights does the customer have? Now, in the case of crypto, this gets a little bit more confusing because you, you have uh, uh, gaming companies because we, we follow uh, pay-to-earn games, play-to-earn games, sorry, pay-to-earn too. Um, we follow play-to-earn games, and these games have NFTs associated with them. <clears throat> and, okay, so you're going to buy a bunch of the NFTs because you want to make money, you want to earn money with these NFTs. So a lot of people who buy these NFTs or buy the crypto associated with these play to earn games, they start feeling like they have the same rights as somebody who might buy stock in the company. And, you know, I've tried to scream from the rooftops that, look, you don't own stock in the company. The, the company doesn't own, owe you anything if you have a problem with the NFTs you purchased or the crypto you purchased, even if those NFTs cost tens of thousands of dollars, which a lot of them do. So the question is, what should you expect if you say pay $20,000 for an NFT and you go to, and you go to play a game with it and something doesn't happen the way that you expected or were informed? That's so, yeah, no. So the the expectation is, and, and I think it was a family man who brought up a good point about this, and I, I actually agree with it. Um, the, the expectation of a $20,000 NFT, whether it's stated or not, the implied expectation is that is going to give me $20,000 worth of entertainment or rewards, maybe a combination of both. If I purchase an NFT for $12, my expectation is on a completely different level as far as the rewards or the gameplay, the experience with it, Right, a $12 NFT makes my uh, Gatling gun gold instead of silver because it looks cooler on my tank, right? And my expectation isn't very high. It just makes it look cool, and I'm happy with that. If I buy the Gatling gun for $20,000, I expect that thing to shoot trees down on the map to uh, totally obliterate every tank in front of me. And at the end of my 20 matches or whatever, I am going to get the reward of a ton of VP points, which will translate into a sizable amount of silk. Enough, mon uh, enough money should be coming at you to where you go, damn, that $20,000, that was a good investment, right? Well, no, no. So so it has nothing to do with that. It has to do, yes, there, there is a return on purchase. ROP, not ROI, right? So you expect a return on that purchase. That doesn't necessarily mean 
like tokens or dollars or income or anything, but you expect a return on purchase. And if that means that that return is just a heck of a lot of fun going in and, and like Faz with his uh, cloaked flamethrower, getting the satisfaction of just owning a, a ton of people, great. If you if if that will give you twenty thousand dollars worth of entertainment over the next two, three, four, five years, great, more power to you. However, the in the in the documentation, it directly relates wins with VP, which equals silk. So there is an expectation of payment or a return on that purchase of silk tokens, which directly can be sold for hard cash money. When you break it down that way, it makes way more sense. No? Okay. Okay. So first of all, let's get fun out of the way because fun is relative. Um, my, my, Your cat will have more fun with the box that a toy comes in than the actual toy itself. I guarantee it. So, you know, fun is relative. It really depends. Um, <clears throat> I think you're using the word fun because Gala Games has been using the word fun in regards to their NFTs lately. Like, what, what is fun worth to you? Which I think is probably not the best moniker that they should use. Um, it happens to be that they know the market. They observe the market. And they see that other companies like Sandbox and, and <clears throat> Decentraland and, and other things like that tend to price things similarly. And at first, they didn't price according to the market. They priced well below the market. And people start buying up those NFTs. And so they start raising the prices because they wanted to, to meet that market. Um, as far as fun goes, oh my fucking God. Half the things you buy in the world today, are they really related to the, the price of, of what they deliver? I mean, if, if you bought a hammer, uh, if you if you bought a hammer in Antarctica, I guarantee that it might be going for a higher price than if you bought that hammer in a hammer next to a hammer factory in Indiana. So there's there's going to be location. There's going to be opportunity. I mean, so if you want so I'm going to I'm not going to defend their pricing, but I am going to say they do know enough to, to price to the market. So if you can get away with selling a hammer for twenty thousand dollars, trust me, you will. Oh, I'm sorry. Companies do that to the government all the goddamn time. Are they charged for highway robbery? Are they are are they told that a hammer is only so much money's worth of work? No, they're not. They sell the goddamn hammers for extremely large prices to the U.S. government, and they get away with it. Now, we all know that there's a, a wink, wink, nudge, nudge going on there. Um, however, the, the point is prices reflect what you can get for an item. Um, it's sad that, the, that NFT prices have to be so high. <laughs> really. So I can, I can agree with you on that, that it kind of sucks. That that's a situation, but I I would caution against reading into it, saying, well, does this accurately reflect the amount of fun that you're getting? Fun is completely relative. It depends on who you are. If you're a rich person, 
Sure, you're going to throw $20,000 at fun, no problem. I don't know any poor person who who says that they, you know, find somebody in an inner city and ask them how how much they like skiing or hand gliding, hang gliding or, or, or surfing, and they're going to be like, uh, they can't afford it. So give me a, cry me a fucking river of, uh, as far as what fun is worth. Not everybody can afford your fun. And if something is priced at $20,000 for an NFT, that fun is not priced for you if you can't afford it. It's priced for people who can afford it. Well, with fun being subjective, yeah. I mean, you can have just as much fun with a uh, $200 NFT as you can have with a $20,000 NFT. The difference is the rewards on that, right? Because you're, you're purchasing something. If, if, if there were no rewards offered, so this was just, Hey, you know, purchase this $20,000 ancient tank and you can go in and have fun, but yeah, sorry. The, uh, there's no rewards for that tank. How many people do you think would actually buy that tank? Oh yeah, so so there's a couple things to to pull apart here, and that that you just mentioned. One was uh, what would con- what would convince somebody to to buy it at that price, um, <clears throat> and the other and the other one I think is a reason that you'd buy it, which is to get rewards for it. Um, we also got to think about the companies that make these NFTs. Would they even make the game if they, if they knew that they were going to get, if they could only sell a tank for $12? I want to know, so if you, if you were to buy spider tanks on Steam under the old system, you might pay $25. And Steam is, it helps kind of you know, market to the masses, so a lot of people would buy it. Well, they're not using Steam. Well, not for spider tanks anyway. So they're not, they're not using Steam. They're using another method. And as a result, they're not charging for the game. They're charging for the things that you buy in the game. They're trying it out a different model entirely. Um, I would kind of think that Spider Tanks and other blockchain games, certain other blockchain games might not be as cool as they are if it wasn't for this unique type of funding method. Again, I'm going to say the people playing Spider Tanks right now um, – and buying all these tanks aren't rich are, are rich people. The people now they do allow you to rent the tanks at the moment, which is you just click pilot and then you could just get any tank that's out there and then you 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 get rewards in silk, but then you give a, a percentage to who owns the tank. So the rich people will continue getting their money. They bought the tank, and really, come on, the tank was sold to support the game, to pay for the game. And the people piloting the tanks, they're getting rewarded, but the, the rich people did a value judgment. They said, hey, if I bought this tank, I'm going to get a lot of money back in rentals. Um, and I'm So gonna... it was bought for the reward, and it was priced based it was on bought the reward so they could, it, wait, was it was bought so they could rent it, just like I might buy an apartment building and rent out four apartments in it. I bought it to rent it. I bought it for the reward. Now, the difference right. between reward, okay, the reason they use reward, there's a reason for that. So if I bought an apartment building, I'm not getting a reward. I'm actually renting it to somebody. However, it just so happens that in the case of Spider Tanks, Gala Games is kind of facilitating this transaction, this, this rental transaction. So you buy the tanks and they'll say, well, we have a rental system. So uh, our rental system is not going to pay you 
a specific amount of money, it's going to be a reward. We're going to reward you for renting. Sorry, for playing. I think as far as renting that there's actually a uh, there's an algorithm of which they're not really disclosing. There's an algorithm made up of 50 God million things. And when you ask them to go through it, they start mentioning various parts of it, but they don't mention the whole thing. They don't have it on paper to where you could just look at, oh, this, this, and this, I will get that. That's what everybody would like to see, but we're not getting. Um, so yeah, you get rewards for playing. If you're a poor person playing with a rented tank, then you will get rewarded. If you buy the tank, an ancient tank, and you rent it out, you will get income from that. And if you play, you will get rewarded. So yes, your your argument does fit. There's nothing wrong with that, is there? Is there a problem with that? Of course not. Okay. Why would there be a problem with it? Okay. Cool. I don't if if you can afford it and you can you can do that. Here's here's where the the problem comes in though. What what we've seen in a lot of discussions are people who have laid out x number of dollars with that implied return on purchase that aren't getting that what they deem appropriate. Now, that's subjective as well. I have no problem, for instance, if you're asking me to pay $1,000 for an NFT that I'm going to use in this game to earn rewards. And within six to nine months of playing a reasonable amount of time, not eight hours a day, right? An hour or two a day, maybe three, four days a week. And in six to nine months, I can earn a substantial portion of that $1,000 back. At that point, I'm going to be bored with whatever asset I might have, right? That, that NFT. I can then take and sell that NFT to somebody else who may want that one. And I have my eyes on an upgraded version of that NFT. And I will then at least have close to what I spent on it back between the rewards and the sale. And I go purchase another one and Wait, what rinse, time? And, rinse and repeat. I think six to nine months of an average three to four times a week playing a game for an hour or two at a time is a very reasonable expectation to have for that purchase. Okay. So what's that based on? Me. What okay. I would find appropriate. What? Okay. So I would find a different period of time appropriate. And Joe down the street would find a different period of time. How do you square that circle? It's based on the individual. Right. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. So it's whenever you problem. start. Yeah, it is. Because you, what, what you're really saying is, is you're, you're talking about the concept of ROI. Must people have a, have a valid expectation of ROI on a nft that they buy and somehow I, I hear an implication somehow whoever you buy the nft from should somehow guarantee that is that what i'm hearing no not at all okay so what's the problem don't buy the nft if you don't think that it's going to make you money right and that's what a lot of people are doing right now they're they're not well, this is a bear market. A they don't have these NFTs. This is a bear market. Uh, honestly, in in a bull market, when cryptos are going up, you could, as as you have said before, you could throw a dart 
and and hit a crypto that was making a lot of money. So you had a lot of money sloshing around, flowing around. People wanted things to buy with it. So what they buy? NFTs. They bought Bored Apes and they bought uh, gaming NFTs. And a lot of the gaming NFTs said, hey, you can make income with these NFTs. Great. So they did that. And now there's a bull market. I said, I got that mixed up. And now there's a, a bear market. And so in this bear market, now any crypto people have is not worth a lot. There's not a lot of money slushing around. People are starting to to uh, come down from the euphoria and be like, holy fuck, I paid that much money for that NFT? What the fuck was I thinking? I'm, you know, I've been cheated. Ah, I've been cheated. No, you weren't. You were dumb. <laughs> you bought so- something you shouldn't have. Right. So, so a great, a great case in point on this would be a conversation that we had last night. Right. So we were, Faz and I were, were talking, uh, and I was asking questions about echoes of empire. Right. Cause originally when I first saw the game, I wasn't very interested. It looked really dumb. And I learned quite a bit about it. And I'm like, oh, actually, this is more involved. I thought it was just like a chess match and you wouldn't be able to do much, right? So I I got a little bit interested in it. So we started talking about planets. And there were, I went to the EOE discussion room and I see um, conversations about what people spent on that. And I went to OpenSea and I started looking at the the cost of these planets on OpenSea. And here's here's the conundrum, right? People are responsible for, for what they purchase, okay? And this is where the expectation ties into it. There are people out there that spent 40, 50, 60, $70,000 on a planet without knowing what the return was going to be, without knowing when the game was going to go live, without learning what has to be done to earn that reward. So that's on them. Yes, I agree with with your position on that 100%, right? And we still don't know what that would be. But let's just take a, a scenario, right? The The Two games that have earnings out now, sort of ish, are Spider Tanks and uh, we have experience with Townstar and and the the new earnings mechanic that they started uh, earlier this year, right? Where you have this this point system, and if you earn a certain number of points based on uh, when the full moon is on Tuesday and the uh, Venus retrograde, you'll get this amount of Townstar tokens or with spider tanks, it's VP. You get this amount of VP. It's a sliding scale based on the algorithmic uh, motion of a, a swallow flying from Africa over to Australia. What, what kind of swallow? And, Is this an African oh, or a European swallow? I don't know. Right. Okay. So it's so goddamn complicated and it doesn't need to be. But anyway, you you have this formula and you get your reward. And I'm watching like in spider tanks, these people, they're like, dude, I just played for 10 hours. I played 50 games and I got three silk. 
And silk is worth what, like $2.50? So they earned like 14 cents an hour playing this game and they spent $12,000 on a tank. And you wonder why people get butthurt, right? So they're going, this isn't the expectation that I had making this purchase. So is it on them for making the purchase? Yes. But at the same time, what is that going to do to the ecosystem? Because people see this, people read this, and they're going, I'm not buying a goddamn thing if this is the way it's going to be. This is what play and earn is going to be. Forget it. I'm not buying your NFT. Okay. All right. So let's you, you've got a lot, you've got a lot of stuff that you put in here into play. And I would you had me up until the butt. And if I'm fine, if personally, if people feel that they want to speculate on anything, go for it. Uh, it just so happens if you speculate on stocks and bonds and stuff like that or, or, or Forex markets, there's laws right now that, that you have to follow. Not so with crypto. Right now, the, the laws with crypto are still being fought. There's some people who believe the laws are just are perfectly sufficient. There's other other in, in the government. There's some people in the, the government. And there's other people that feel, no, the laws aren't sufficient. This is a different area entirely. Crypto is a different asset types, and the current laws don't support this. In fact, laws tend to change depending upon the venue in which you do something. If, if you do something in one county, it's illegal. You do something in another county, it's illegal. If you do something outside of any county... Laws don't apply. I mean, we're just talking about, you know, land in this case. So there, there's a lot of things about crypto that are kind of unsettled. Um, so a lot of people are speculating on crypto. And I'm trying not to sound completely like heartless, but there's so many people in the world that spend money they don't have on crap shoots. That's fucking crazy. We shouldn't have to be telling people over and over, don't be an idiot. Stop spending your money on this. Um, you know, especially when there's no promises. You you did make the point that when you bought this, you thought that you would get. Whenever somebody mentions that to me, I say, show me where they said what you would get. You know, because I've seen some things that, that had really high price. I'm like, no fucking way. Are you crazy? I'm not going to pay $10,000 for that. I don't have that kind of money. Not to, especially not in a bear market right now. I don't, I don't have money, any kind of money for that. If there was a bull market and my crypto went up, I'd be like, huh, paid 300 bucks for this. Sure. I paid 300 bucks for this crypto. Now it's $3,000. Sure. Here you go. So, so you're saying you should wait for a bull market when prices are high to buy and that makes no sense. You should be buying in a bear market when prices are rock bottom. I seem to get the two terms confused. The, the whole point is um, I don't think that anybody should go into debt when they speculate with their money. And you've got to realize when people are speculating, um, it's hard to tell them to stop. I mean, you could tell them to stop, but if they think that they're going to make money on it, they're going to do it anyway. So, I mean, it's kind of funny. If you were to speculate on houses, the laws are such that buying a house is a big fucking deal. You have to sign like a fucking inch thick of a couple inches thick of papers 
just to get this house sold. And they have all these legal disclosures. You know this, this person isn't responsible for that, this and that. Not with a crypto transaction. You could spend 10000 or or 100000 or $10 million just like that, instantly. No paperwork, no nothing. Now, that's the advantage of crypto, that you could do all these things. And people love that, or at least the people spending this kind of money love that because they don't have to go through all this paperwork. That's the part that's unregulated. <clears throat> well, it, it has to do with, okay, so let's take this to the level that we're talking about, right? So you you have these NFTs, you have these, um, you, you like to call them assets, these NFTs on a gaming platform. I like right? to call them assets. No, uh, crypto is considered a digital asset. Okay. All right. So you, you have... You have these assets and people are watching and they're they're absorbing what's going on around them. And you've put money into this platform and you're hoping that it's going to pay off. Right. You're speculating, as you say. So if if you were because a little while ago, we were all looking at some great properties and things like that when the real estate market was was booming. And you go into a neighborhood, and in that neighborhood, you saw people buying these houses for half a million dollars, right? And then when you go shopping now, these houses are $125,000. And everybody is saying, oh, man, everybody that bought over here lost lost all this money. They paid $500,000. And, you know, hey, but this is a great great buy for the future. You know, you could probably make some money on this if you if you just buy in. Are you going to go buy that house? You're if, not going to uh, buy that house. If if they okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, that that's that's where you you I I might have bought that house and I'll tell you why. So, if I went to the neighborhood and it was $500,000 while the real estate market was up and then real estate crashes and the stock market crashes and everything crashes. And then it's now worth a 10th of that. If I've been following real estate, I might know that. And I'll go, you know what, when the market goes back up, I might, I could make a lot of money with this. I think I'm going to buy this house. That's speculating on a house. Um, people do that all the time. There's nothing wrong with that. The, the whole skill is picking the right house, picking the right neighborhood and so on. You could be wrong in which case, you won't get your money back if if you did that. Maybe maybe I don't know. It becomes a crack house neighborhood. Well, then you're screwed. But well, but that's what that. happens when the whole neighborhood goes goes down by you know 80 percent. No one's going to want to buy in that neighborhood. Nope. And that's, and that's what we're that's what we're seeing with these NFTs in gaming, though. Yeah, that's what a bear market is. A bear market is when everybody apparently collectively thinks that uh, crypto and or stocks really suck right now and they take their money out because they don't want to lose their shirts. Um, that's what a bear market is. I mean, what it, real estate has the same kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I, I would it assume does. that there's a lot of correlation. I know there's a lot of correlation between uh, stocks, the stock market and uh, and crypto. There's probably some correlation with, with the, uh, the real estate market too. So then how come everybody isn't buying these NFTs cheap? What's the reason you think? I think it's because of the bear market. There's a huge bear market right now. There's no money. But if uh, FTX but if failed, everybody's FTX has failed. Well, then those speculators that have money, 
There's going to be less be. of them. They there's going to be less of them. They should be buying if they're if they're truly speculators and they think it's going to go somewhere. They would be scooping up NFTs at these they prices. They are really where? Yeah. Show me where everywhere. I'm I'm, I'm not going to go go. Th- I I'm not going to go through all of the the different things that are going on right now to say that it's it. This is a general concept: buy low, sell high. If you don't understand the concept, I don't I don't need to to give you a bunch of details that telling you that's a good idea. It does happen. People do buy low. And people do buy low and sell high. Okay. I mean, if, if so, I were to give you, if I were to, to walk you through three or four examples on OpenSea with NFTs, that's going to prove that those three things happen. That's 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 not there's no statistical there's no statistical uh correlation there. Everybody knows that buying low and selling high is how you make money in the stock market and in other markets. So I'm shopping a concept. You 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 want to be educated on this concept, really? So uh, Las Vegas Lance just just put in who has money right now to buy much, right? So tokens are tokens. One gala token equals one gala token. All right, and those one for one gala tokens can buy you NFTs. You don't need money to buy. NFTs, you just need tokens. Yeah. So I I assume you have some gala tokens. How come you're not spending them? Don't wanna. <laughs> I mean, but this is the time to buy, man. This is the time to buy. Who said I haven't bought? Why do I have to buy the things that you're pointing at? Maybe I don't think that they're a good deal. I'm not See, that's, pointing that's at the, anything. That's the trick. The trick is to know what to buy and when to buy it. Okay. Maybe I don't want to buy because I think that what I have is going to be worth something more later. So looking at those EOE planets last night, they're they're selling at a 95% discount right now. No, so if, not if, a 95% if, discount. Oh, my goodness. Some of those were I, – I could go get a planet for $125 off of OpenSea. That's awesome. You can. So why aren't you scooping all those up? Who says I haven't? because <laughs> the open sea numbers haven't moved from last night not from i i bought mine a little while ago actually when the prices were even lower i didn't buy a shitload of them. i don't have that kind of money and i i don't want to you know this is a bear market um i had some some gal well in my case i bought gala a long time ago and gala went up in price i sold some gala made some money and now right, gala's so down again up. Those yes, tokens you spend, the tokens you spend are worth way more than when you bought them. So it's still a good deal. One for one gala tokens. Yep. Gala's worth gala. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm waiting for it to be worth a lot more dollars first. You but don't think those me. NFT you don't think the NFTs are going to be worth more than the gala tokens? I have plenty of NFTs. Why do I need more? That's not the question I asked. That's the one you I think answered. It's, do you there think there are less liquid than than tokens? Uh, do, you, people, do you think that gala tokens or NFTs will be worth more three years from now? I have no idea. Um, it's I do see a heavy correlation between NFTs and tokens. Um, I would assume that if the tokens are up, the NFT would be up because in the case of gala, the gala ecosystem includes the gala NFTs. So if gala is seen as good 
then the NFTs will be up. As far as what's higher, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I do know that I do think that NFTs are far less liquid than tokens. You can go sell a token on an exchange just like that. But uh, I don't know if you have uh, <clears throat> if you have an NFT that's fairly common, you probably have less people that will want to buy it than if you have a rare NFT. So this is a great segue because uh, we've kind of beat this into the ground <laughs> the last 20 minutes. Into... That was a good attempt. That was a good attempt to beat me down. I'm not trying to beat you down. I'm just asking you questions. So, all right. So there was an interesting conversation on CFA today uh, that revolved around, how do I want to phrase this? People and company wallets and how many of these NFTs they own, how they obtain Oh, that was them. a fun one. <laughs> and, and, and the morality and transparency around those items i was pissing okay. off everybody in that conversation i think <laughs> um so so let's 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 talk about one of those there was a there was a big sticking point where people berated uh benefactors wallet you know having 200 of whatever nft in there uh, trolls right? nfts wasn't it well there was, was trolls oh, oh, sorry. He, he, Okay. Yeah, I mean, he he owns dozens of lots of different things. Let's you can pick any NFT, right? And the morality behind well, we could just go on the that fact that does, he, that he buys a lot of his, uh, the NFTs from his own company. Yeah, let's go. Well, he buys some, he gets granted some, and and that's a whole different subject. But do, do you think that that does affect the market price of if if there's six hundred of the uh, barns for Mirandas, right? There's 600 Mirandas barns and benefactor either buys or gets given or whatever the fact may be, 200 of those sitting in his wallet. Do you think that that affects the market for those barns? Maybe, I, I'd say it depends. Um, so let me, let me give you another fact that we found out today also. This was announced today, was it, or yesterday? So apparently there are going to be horses in Mirandas. I knew about this a long time ago, but apparently it was just more officially announced now. But there's going to be horses in Mirandas. And only certain horses, that there are going to be horse NFTs. And if you buy these NFTs, these, guys, these ones could be bred. They did talk about this concept before, but it was... But this was like a year ago and they kind of batted it around like this is what we're planning to do. And then we heard nothing. No. So now they're getting serious about it and they're saying, this is what we're going to do. Well, guess what went up the stables. Okay. So does benefactor have most of the stables? Actually, no, he doesn't. Somebody else does. That person will do quite well. Now benefactor does have some stables. So what his company did will, will probably enrich him in some way. Um, you could say that if you saw a, uh, a habit that, that where Benefactor had a habit of scooping stables off the floor and then eventually had a big stable sale, you could say he was trying to enrich himself. Um, I would say in that case, the horses made the market price go up and not him buying the, the stables. Uh, because you, you kind of well, want to buy that stuff when things are low. Now, if well, you now bought wait. a whole fuck ton of them, maybe. That that maybe 
It depends on how many that are out there and the interest in the game and so on. Now, here's the rub, right? And here's where a good point was brought up. Benefactor being the chief pointing officer at what goes on there knew well ahead of time that those horses were going to be released and stables would obviously go up in price. So by him buying or being granted all those stables, is that a moral dilemma? So again, I started this, my, my retort with, um, they did mention the horses at least a year ago. I don't have any proof for this, so you can you could you could just say it's nothing. But I do specifically remember a conversation about horses, about breeding horses, and so on. And I remember they're trying to figure out how that they wanted to implement it. Um, I don't think even now they're telling you all about how that they're implementing it. Only that those NFTs are there. The question becomes, what does the timing of this announcement mean? And that's where people start going, huh? This was announced during a bull market. This is going, you know, this is people are going to want this. Now, the stables going up, that was a little bit of a surprise, but it's once it happened, it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, you start seeing benefactors selling a lot of stables. You have some evidence there. If he announces a sale on horses, stables go up, he sells a bunch of stables, makes a lot of sense. So I would say go look at that evidence. If, if you can see that, you, you have a good prediction there. But if he doesn't sell any stables, then what do you got? You still didn't answer the question. What was the question I gotta, again? I got to be old man Smithers and, and tell you Go to focus here. Focus. So do you think it is a conflict of interest that Benefactor might know that they're going to be selling horses in the future and he bought or was given a lot of stables? The problem with that question is he controls every single thing in the game. You can make that you can make that assertion about every single one. As far as a conflict of interest, yes. um, the, 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 I'm having a problem with the setting of this question. Uh, I I do think along the same lines as you as this is kind of funny. But at the same time, I'm trying to think how there wouldn't be a conflict of interest from the angle that I think you're coming from. Because he owns a company that makes NFTs, and anything he does will make those NFTs go up or down in value. The real question is, can, can that be predicted? And so if you were to say, in an absolute way, he will know that these prices will go up if he does this. Well, then, yes, that's bad. But my question is going to be, how does he know? That's it. Well, I, I think that's where some of those questions in CFA were coming from. They were worded very poorly. I'm eating now, um, fair warning. <laughs> Hear that, Nate? He couldn't make it through two podcasts in a row without eating while we're talking. Um, so... I, I think I think in I'll I'll play the defense on this for a moment as well because at the same time where people say oh well that's complete dog shit right he he knows these uh, horses will be sold down the road so he's buying up all these stables right at the same time in his defense 
Has he been buying up the stables, by the way? I mean, I, well, I'd be well, really no, curious if, he, well, if he was doing that. Let me let me get to my point. He's consistently bought a fuck ton of everything. So it's not like he's cherry picking certain certain NFTs that he's buying a fuck ton of. The guy buys a fuck ton of every NFT that Gala issues. No, there's some NFTs that he has none of. There's there's some NFTs that sold out before he can even get a chance to get some. If you start looking at his wallets, you're going to find out that he has certain ones. Well, I I would I just want to be fair here. No, that's well, all. being being fair, we have to look at the the total context. The one that's labeled benefactor.eth, I guarantee you that's not his only wallet. Dude is fucking rich. He has billions of dollars. And see, that's that's another thing. Uh, did so I saw this a while ago. Um, you and I would bend down if we were walking down the street. We bend down, and uh, if we saw a quarter on the ground, we'd probably bend down, pick it up, and put it in our pocket. So, would you bend down and pick up a penny? Maybe, maybe not. It depends on how poor you are. I wouldn't, because I don't, I don't need a penny. Um, my grandfather would, just even if he didn't need it. But, um, but the the whole point is, when you have billions of dollars. So the reason I wouldn't bend down to pick up a penny is it's so little compared to what I earn that it wouldn't benefit me very much. And when you look at a billionaire, when they're walking down the street, what's the same percentage to, to them and me with, with the penny? So with, with me, it might be one one thousandth of what I make or something. And for them, it'd be like one ten millionth of what they make. So they would never pick up a penny. They'd never pick up a quarter. And uh, somebody did this. This There's some calculations on the internet like for the average person that would pick up a quarter, what would Bill Gates to pick up? Would, what would Bill Gates pick up? And he'd probably pick up like $35,000, but not $10,000. Well, if you look at these NFTs, they're all priced. I mean, dude's a fucking billionaire. They're all priced so low for him that he'd be like, sure, I'll pick up about 300 of them because he can. I mean, you and me, if we spend $300, it's like, okay, you got to tell, tell the wife. I'm going to spend $300 on these magic internet beans. And they'd be like, okay, well, we can do our budget, right? You know, or if you you say you're going to spend a couple thousand dollars, maybe maybe you have a place where that's coming from. Hopefully you're not putting it on a credit card because I'll give you shit for that. But, I mean, for him to spend, to, to buy like 10, $3,000 NFTs, that's fucking nothing. So when you look at what he's buying and how much he has and look at, at how much money he has, Let's do the comparison between you and me and, and and him before you start saying, what the fuck is this guy doing? That's all. Let's so, just be fair about these comparisons. Right. So, so to Benefactor, picking up stables at $60 a pop when they first sold, right? That's pennies. Why, why then, being a billionaire, would he need to go buy $60? stables for picking up 60 pennies that was lichen's question and he he i think well, you gotta you gotta introduce poorly. you gotta introduce your your subject a little while uh, a little bit so your your lichen warlord was making a a, a question was opening a question on crypto Faz academy and i don't remember the question but it sounds like you're 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 kind of right. And, and that was, nobody could really answer that. 
uh, effectively. I threw in my two cents. I'm like, well, probably to rent it to make money. The guy likes making money. Well, I right? jumped in with, what's why does why does benefactor have to tell a goddamn soul what the hell he buys or why he buys it? It's none of your fucking business. I mean, well, I get it. I get it. People are, are still going to ask, and they have a right to ask. But a lot of times, these kind of things are used to prove a point. Like, see. He's doing this because he wants to make because he wants to uh, to do this. And it's like there's 50 other goddamn reasons. Uh, I just gave a reason, which is they're, they're so low price compared to him. Why wouldn't he? Um, so when you have questions that are all about implication, you, you got to look at who your audience is. If the audience is a bunch of billionaires, you're going to get different responses than if your audience is a bunch of poor people. Poor people would not even touch a stable priced at what are they, $700 right now? Are you fucking kidding me? Nobody would buy something like that if they need that money for rent. So he buys up all those stables. He's got enough money to basically buy out anybody for any asset. Why would he why would he keep them? Why not sell them? Why not? I mean, he's not going to be able to use 60 of them. That was so, that was the that's, that that was the, the line of the line of questioning. We're we're the problem trying to I figure, have, figure that out. Is, the problem I have with that line of questioning is it's heavy with implication. When you ask why the hell would somebody buy something that obviously doesn't need something, now you're coming. Now you're starting to state assumed things about their character that you don't know. Maybe he wants to play the game. Maybe he wants it for 31 family members. I don't know. It kind of doesn't matter because it's up to him to do with whatever he wants with his money. He can burn his money uh, if, if he wants to. He can he can hold up a wad of bills and burn them. And you can ask the question, why would he ever do that? My answer is he's rich. And so why would he buy a shitload of stables? He's rich and he can. So that that leads us directly where I was hoping to go. We what had a great, Musk? almost, we're almost <laughs> okay. there. So we, uh, we got to that point and then it came down to, it funneled right down into the, the question of personal wallets versus corporate wallets. Right. So you made your point. It was a very, very good point. You know, benefactor or you or, uh, anybody can go out and spend their money on whatever they want and for do it for whatever reason they want. Right. So people aren't entitled to that information. Right. If you if you offer it or someone asks, you can choose whether or not to answer it. What about the gala wallets? Do you think that gala should be, quote, required or compelled by the community to release the addresses of all the corporate wallets? No. So, OK, OK. So right now, there's some laws out there that if you are offering a security, you've got to have some sort of disclosure. And those these are federal laws, and they do that so they can regulate it. They want to see what you're doing, so they make sure you're not doing something in you're not doing something bad, you're not taking advantage of people, and so on. These are the same reasons, actually, that people want answered when they ask Gala, "What are you doing with the money in their wallets?" I say no because. First and foremost, Gala is a private company. It's not a public company. Until they are subject 
to regulations, and some would say that they're right subject to them right now. But until that they're subject, um, they're a private company. Private companies, you can't do. You, do you go to uh, if you bought a hamburger at McDonald's? Um, can you go to McDonald's? Well, actually, you can. You can ask them how the fuck they made the hamburger because it's, there's a federal law. But if, if there's a Every company that's out there, if you start asking them important things about, I don't know, how they do their money, they're going to tell you to go fuck yourself. They're going to be like, who are you to be asking this? And you could say, I'm a customer, God damn it. I bought, I bought three of your washing machines over the past 30 years, and I deserve to know how you do your financials. Why? Well, I want to know if you're solvent so that I can buy another washing machine. I want to know if you can work on the washing machine and warranty the washing machine. I mean, you, you'd have a reason. And so you're probably thinking the same things with an NFT. I want to know that you're going to be around. I want to know that that you're not cheating people and so on. Um, at the moment, they're not required to. And I don't see a lot of companies offering everything up about how they work. Um, so that's the problem. That's the first part you have to get over is why should they, not why shouldn't they? Because you've made a demand and all of a sudden you're making it seem like if this demand is not answered, that they're the bad guy. I'm happy to call Gala Games the bad guy for other reasons, but not for the the question you asked. Okay. So the whole basis of crypto and blockchain is is open and pseudonymous. Anonymous. So I'm not going to correct you there. No, yeah, so that's I, I have trouble with anonymous. Um that's what this is all about, right? So they've voluntarily entered the space where that's the expectation. Wrong. A a web two company or a traditional gaming company, I think you're you're spot on. But if you're going to enter a space where the mantra and what it's built upon is trust but verify, and you refuse to allow people to verify. Where is that line drawn then? Okay. Um, there's a couple things that you stated there that I have a bit of a problem with. When you, The first one was you mentioned that people had this expectation. Um, there's things that you want, and then there's, there's things that you have a right to getting. Um, boy, wouldn't I like to know what the neighbor is doing inside their house right now? I expect to know this. Well, that's not going to happen. That's there's there's that's that's their own privacy. I can say, what if my neighbor's a company? Do I does that suddenly change? Companies are legally recognized as legal people, as legal persons by the U.S. Supreme Court. So you're going to have a problem there just saying that you want to know what's going on. Now, if you own an NFT. If that is considered stock in their company, then you could say, I own part of your company. I therefore have reason to know this information. But if you're buying a product, if you're buying a shoe from Nike, then where do you get the basis for demanding how they do their financials? And so the so, same thing with NFTs, if you buy an NFT, where do you get the basis to know about how, how their wallets, are, how their money works? So then with Jerry coming out, you would be perfectly fine if they came out and said, okay, on jury chain, you can see all transactions except all of galas. We're going to block those addresses from being searched. I didn't You'd say be that. okay with that because they're a private company. No one's entitled to see what they do, right? 
You, I have a mouthful of food. Hold on. I'm hearing a false dilemma. Um, there, a lot of people speak very fallaciously, and the false th there's a false dilemma there. And now that I've eaten this, what was the question again? <laughs> if if Jerry came out tomorrow, oh yes, yes. How much? How much are are? So they they a Web three company tends to want to keep a lot of things, if not everything, on the blockchain. And you see that Gala has decided to reserve some processes for off the blockchain. And I would suppose that since the word blockchain is in there, and that Geary is a is a blockchain that they plan to use, and they use Ethereum as a blockchain, that somehow that since the word blockchain is in there, that everything on this blockchain must be provable. Well, they're also using the bank system, you know, because they, they got to pay their employees. So do we need to know their, you know, at, at what point do, do, do they need to stop hiding their financials? They don't need to hide it because it wasn't your business to begin with. So yes, if they decide that they want to have some things on a private blockchain and some things on a public blockchain, that's their right to do. They can. They can do it all on a private blockchain. That's still okay. As as far as what we'd like to see in the Web3 world, no, that's not good enough. Totally not good enough. Uh, they have said that they're they're aspiring to more. And any company that, that hides a lot of things, I think, should aspire to more. But they don't have to. And so that's why I see this as a false dilemma. You're making it sound like if anything is done privately using a blockchain, it's bad. I disagree with I the question. I didn't say that. I didn't say it was bad. I, those words never came out. Okay, I that's what I'm hearing. That's what be, I'm hearing. If you would be okay with them just saying, you know what, we're not going to include any gala transactions on, on Jiri. Would you be okay with that? They don't have to. But it would. Would probably, you be okay with? It doesn't that? matter. It doesn't matter. I don't know what what that's going to become. I don't know what that's going to become. I see. I see that question as a trap. Now, yes, on some level, I'm okay with that. I don't know where that level is that you're implying, and I'd like you to fi fill that out first. There's there's a lot of clarification on on questions on these open ended questions like that 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 need to happen. But yes, on some level, I'm okay with that. There's a lot of people, I think, that would would have problems with that, and I I think I show think me if a situation gonna... that people are used to seeing that they that enables them to demand this of Gala Games. Doesn't matter what what. Well, <laughs> I, I just want an example of a situation. One situation the... I can give you is if you had a company that that sold stock, that would be an example of a situation. Which is a different circumstance. That would be that would be okay. Well, if Gala Gala or Gala is NFTs where a stock, that would make some sense. Show me a situation to where it's not a stock, or or if you if you want to say if it's a stock, just show me another situation where this expectation is true. Because you've mentioned the expectation with blockchain is that everything should be public. I dispute that everything would need to be public on a blockchain. Ripple doesn't do things that way with with XRP. They 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 incur, encourage um, private blockchains, private ledgers with with XRP. Banks can have their own private ledgers, and then they use the public ledger. Ripple isn't being taken to 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 uh, to the mat for that. Why would they? Not yet. Why would they do? Not yet. 
it's it's totally fine for people to have an internal blockchain. A blockchain is just a tool, just like a database is a tool. In fact, a blockchain is a database. It's just a very specific kind of database. So mm-hmm. you could you could have instead of your Excel spreadsheet, you could use a blockchain. Just because blockchain is there doesn't mean it has to be public. It doesn't have to be, no. So but- on some level, I think that it's perfectly fine for them to have uh, that stuff as private. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. That's a that's a unique take. Unique. It, that's see, you did it with when I was eating in a hamburger again. It's so, not unique. This is how companies work. This is how all companies work. You yeah, can go into a great ice cream are, shop and ask them their financials companies. when they when they when they don't provide you with the chocolate ice cream that day. That's you'll be like that is a traditional company. Who are your it's suppliers? Not, Who's your fucking suppliers? Tell me how much you got. It's you not know? business as usual. This is bleeding new. edge, new tech, it's right? A, doing right. things a new way, not and the old fine. way. So you can ask, just don't expect to get. You you no, might well, have to work for it. Right. There's there's no expectation, but I, I think that the crypto community at large is going to expect those types of things. And when they don't get it, the the trust in those organizations is going to take a hit. Um, I think you're inflating the the um, this concept a bit. And whenever I hear anybody talking about this, they inflate the importance. This the reason you're asking the question this way, in my opinion, is because people do that when they demand things of Google and Amazon and uh, Facebook and Apple, because these guys very obviously rule the fucking roost. When you have when you're talking about blockchain, Gala Games is not a big company compared to Google and Amazon and Facebook. Um, they're sizable. But I mean, you were saying this. You're actually putting them in the under the, the guise of an industry leader just so that you can get information out of them. You're promoting them to industry leader. Well, are they? Are they the leader of an industry? Okay, then you ha- you actually have some some validation for, for your comments if Gala Games is the industry leader. If they are the industry leader, they should come up with a way that they that they should disclose that information. But I don't believe that they're the industry leader of play to earn games right now. That's a that's another interesting angle. Maybe we can hit that conversation in CFA and see where that goes. There's there was a lot of interesting arguments and and these questions are a lot based around the questions that I read. I, I obviously couldn't participate uh, during the conversation, but reading it after, this seems to be the the crux of of what the community is looking for in the blockchain gaming space they they want those things they call it an expectation they might have that expectation that companies are going to be like that my beef Um, with this is not the questioning i like the question my beef with this is the entitlement it's when people start losing their fucking minds and for me i'm i'm very passionate about how people ask questioning and uh, questions and how they get understanding. Because if you ask questions badly, you're just pissing people off because maybe you've had a bad day. Tell me why you don't do this. None of your fucking business, dude. I mean, that that would be, if I was, oh my God, 
if if I was in charge of Gala Games, I probably, in a lot of ways, would be a dick like Eric Charemeyer is. You people would start demanding to know certain things about my wallet, and I go tell them to fuck themselves, and they'd say, "Well, I bought this from you. Uh, you're beholden." No, I'm not beholden to me. You bought a fucking NFT, dude. It's just that since I'm not running the company, I actually have a have time to chase these people down, and of course. I, since I didn't take their money, people aren't as, as you know, butthurt with me. They're butthurt with him. Some people put $10,000, $20,000, $100,000 on their credit card and bought these things. Is that nuts or what? So I can see why they'd be mad at somebody else because they want to blame someone. But really, they're the one to blame. Okay. Unless, okay, there's the, let me throw an unless out there because I, I want to answer the other side. The, the, the other side is, you tricked me. I thought that this was going to be more. And I thought that, 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 that I was going to make a million dollars from this. In which case, I just want to say, show me where they said that. And then every time I do, I get pointed to subtext. It's all in the subtext, dude. I'm like, okay, if you are spending $100,000 because you're looking at someone's subtext, then you already know that something's up, something's wrong. You're not, you're not Pollyanna. You're not grandma who got talked into something. Grandma doesn't look at subtext all the time. Grandma just thinks that, oh, let's just go do this. Here, we're going to make a lot of money. So if you're spending a lot of time paying attention to the subtext, then maybe you're trying to do something that, that might not be cool. Or... Maybe maybe the, the way that they word their stuff. I, I think that they have typical advertising, honestly, like if you, if you were to buy a Chevy truck where you, where you see the trucks driving around and, you know, closed tracks over cliffs and through mud and, and all that stuff. A grandma might just buy a Chevy truck thinking that they could do all those, th those things. But once they go to court, grandma's going to be instructed that, hey, we had that message on the bottom of the screen. That's complying with law we had to put that message there because people were so stupid that they thought that they could drive that chevy truck up mountains and through mud and stuff like that gala games has that they have that when you when you buy products you have to check click a box to tell them what you know to, to read our terms of service and stuff like that there's some stuff some words right there and some stuff that you have to read more i'm thinking hey let's solve this problem and make it like a cigarette like a cigarette pack because apparently it's such a big deal when you buy cigarettes that people put warnings on the pack itself, right there. It's on the side of the pack, takes up the entire side of the pack. This could kill you. People still buy it. People still buy cigarettes, even though the warning's right there. So I could I could just be heartless and say, well, it's it's the fault of the people who buy the cigarettes. I could be heartless and say that. I'd like to know why they ignore warnings like that, but they might not believe the warnings. So then you have another problem. What if they don't believe the warnings from Gala Games? What if they, they think, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, you're warning those other stupid people out there. I know what I'm doing. And then they still get pissed when, when NFT prices go down that aren't under Gala's control. Moving the market... If, they, if if the market was under Gala's control, then they could make it go up and they could make it go down. Um, I bet that they can't control the market. They probably could sell a lot of Gala and make the, the market crash, but I don't think that they have a lot of control over it. 
like, well, you we you can keep going on this if you want. <laughs> no, we're we're like an hour and ten minutes into this. I was hoping to. And we maybe... haven't even gotten to our hook, which was Twitter. Yeah, the the Twitter files. So this just dropped right as Faz Radio was getting ready to go live here, and I flipped through it. Um, reading these bullet points, I, I didn't study it, okay, but I'm reading these bullet points. I looked at a few infographs that are posted, and this is ridiculous, right? So it's a the, holy shit moment. Let's let's no, make this clear. No, it's it's way more than that. They they posted actual communications of white house officials re requesting that certain things be taken down during the election taken down off There's, of twitter yes there there are communications from the people who were in charge of security and what what uh what censoring was to be done and when and they reported back to officials and celebrities that it was, quote, taken care of. And I mean, I, I haven't even gone deep into this yet. These are these are just the, the basics. It's it's in a numbered format. Right. So apparently they're name they're they're naming names about censorship that's happening on Twitter. Yeah. That, that, tell, it's a it's tell all. So you're probably so, going to hear more about this in coming days. So the head of Twitter security, which had the, I guess this guy, from what I'm reading here, my interpretation at least, is that he was like the, the final say on what got removed from Twitter. And he just tweeted a, a little bit ago, you've put everybody in danger because they left everybody's names on these things that they released. And who was actually pushing the button on censoring what content and why it was done. And people snapshot this Twitter thread quickly. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, it, it talks about, um, it talks about like big influential people and, and government officials having these conversations. And one of them even said uh, the, one of the government officials in this in this message about taking stuff down apparently said something to the effect of the First Amendment is subjective in this case. It oh okay sorry I it, I really haven't followed the thread that yeah much. Oh, okay I thought like this thread really was about bad I thought this thread was about Twitter silencing people that that needed that to say things and what you're saying is it sounds like the government was trying to to silence people by telling twitter to take that shit down yes and they there's emails uh right now that that show who was asking for what and conversations between twitter people trying to find a way to justify getting this off the platform it, well, it's crazy. Okay. So, so Nate just a, Nate just posted. This has already been retweeted eighty seven thousand so times. In a in a situation where you have 
the government telling a company to do something. I think you have two things going on. One, you have people in the, the, the company that are like, okay, look, we need to do what they say because this is the government. So they're trying to find a way. And then you have the people in charge of the company going, starting to ask their lawyers and going, wait a minute, is this even legal? Because a lot of companies, they worry about their own bottom line and they ask their lawyers like, hey, is this, can I get away with leaving this up? So I bet you had people in Twitter saying we should leave it up and other people in Twitter saying it needs to be taken down. And I think the I think you'll find different messages between the higher ups and the lowers, lower people. But I mean, that's the very fact that the that the uh, that the government, that the White House would would ask Twitter to start taking down things, start censoring things. Is kind of disturbing. It. Yeah, and this is and the way they're doing that though is the way that they're doing that sounds a bit scary because that's going to hurt impact a lot of people's lives. It it really is. So so these people obviously never thought this stuff would ever be public. Um, the uh, this this one here it's a post. Um, It says they're arguing about whether something. is part of a policy that they can justify removing it. And it says to Ian's point, we can, can we truthfully claim this is part of the policy, i.e. as part of our approach to addressing potentially hacked materials, we're limiting visibility on related stories while our investigation is ongoing. So there's, there's people arguing for it and against it. And they even talk, Jesus, I'm, I'm looking at these like live right now. Everyone, it says in here, everyone knew this was fucked, said one former employee. But the response was to err on the side of continuing to make errors instead of facing it. I mean, this is this is like crazy stuff. Um, so I, I can see... I can see how people who were involved in this would have a genuine fear for their safety, right? Because there's going to be a lot of people triggered by this. What, wait, um, what's what's the time period in this? Because I'm I'm looking at this this um, this thread and it's saying it's from a lot 2020 of... and okay. forward. Okay, because and forward. Yeah. Well, I was. Um... So 2020, that would include Trump and Biden, correct? Correct. So I've been I've been seeing reading through this thing, and I've been seeing some stuff about Hunter Biden's laptop. But I'm also seeing people correct other people, saying this is actually October 2020, where stuff like this is being told to be taken down and so on. Um, so it it's, it seems like <laughs> people are making this into a, a political thing, where they're starting to point at that at at their favorite or non-favorite, their hated politicians. And if you're saying it's going forward from then, well, then it's just the government period. That's just a bad thing all around. Yeah. It, um, notice we're not naming the names that they're naming in there. Cause that actually might be illegal for them to do that. Um, I, I would imagine I, I saw, I suspect that this Twitter thread might be taken down eventually as as lawyers might be deciding to do things but but hey elon i think wants to run twitter into the ground so 
or at least massively change it so much that that people see that Twitter has a totally different identity now. It 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 is it is, it, and apparently Elon tweeted right after that that there's more coming tomorrow. So this is this is something that they've been working on, and assembling and putting together, um, and they had they had it reviewed and they didn't say they by meant who, but to it, do this. They meant to do this. Okay. Yeah. It it this was not something. That think of, they just decided to do it the last minute. Think about this then. If um, who's going to tell them to shut it down? It'd be that very same government that they're tent, that they're kind of exposing here. So that would kind of make any government shutdown of this be viewed with suspicion. Because now all they need to say is we we posted a thread about government acting improperly. Now the government's told us to shut this down. Yeah, it um I think I think Elon's trying to flex some of his muscles right now. I think he's trying to show that he has a lot of influence. Well, everybody wondered why why Jack left uh Twitter uh so suddenly and so abruptly. And some of these uh communications that they screenshotted here um at the end of this one, it says, but in the heat of a presidential campaign, restricting dissemination of newspaper articles, even if New York Post is far right, seems like we'll invite more backlash than it will do good. Please keep this communication between just us and Jack and no need to copy the teams or forward to them. So Jack got the fuck out of there. He's like, fuck he did. This noise. Yeah, he's he's watching what's happening. It uh, we're speculating, of course, but he's probably realizing what's happening to Twitter, and he's like, no fucking way do I want to be involved in this stuff. And that was uh, is he I would starting guess, up? Yeah, he, he has his own platform now. He has a new platform. It's Twitter ish, Twitter like. Well, this should be interesting. Um, it'll be, it sounds like it's going to be, but this is the beginning of something that's going to be going on for a little while. Um, it will. And people are just starting to, to grasp this and they're starting to understand. And uh, Nate made another good point of it, this is just Twitter, right? Who's this guy, this, Nate, that you're talking about? Nate Harper. Okay. Our uh our resident expert on nodes owning nerd nodes. Nerdnode.io. Um, yeah. Oh shit. I, I need to actually put up our little thing. We were so into salacious conversations. So nerd node. What do we, nerd nodes what real real quick, we gotta we gotta do our, our bit. What what's nerd node do? Oh, they host uh, your nodes for you, so you don't have to worry about whether they're running, not running. And if they're not running, they'll get them back running. And they have a guarantee with that as well, that if the uh, if the nodes are not running when they're supposed to be, they take care of uh, reimbursing that. Now, if it's the uh, fault of you know whatever node company you have being down there, they're obviously not going to guarantee that. Well, what's, a, what's a node? Oh boy. 
it's either hardware or software that uh, runs designed workloads running a network that could be either centralized or decentralized that provides have to do with crypto right yeah assets or other rewards in return for the work that's being completed using your hardware so a lot of a lot of companies out there or there are companies out there that sell nodes to people and gala games is one of them and these nodes do work like they either create more coins or they run a game on your computer that other people play and you get rewards for this node software running well you might not have a powerful enough machine or your 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 maybe this this node software keeps going down once a day or something because of technical reasons if you have it on nerd node then nerd node will take care of that for you you just tell them and i believe they take a cut and then uh you get your your node running your your node rewards so that's what nerd node does that's what i wanted to say and you may go back to your scheduled rant unscheduled <laughs> I don't rant, rant. You're ranting tonight more than me, boy. You 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 had a lot to say tonight. Apparently I have a burr up my ass. I don't know. It's it's it, it got I have a thing when people make accusations as if they're true. People make an accusation and then they act like that accusation is true. And then you're a witch. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Phil thinks you're a witch. I think you're a witch. You're a witch. Prove that you're not a witch. Uh, well, uh, I'm not witch-like. Not good enough. You're a witch. Why is it that you live here? Why? Why is it that you wear wear pants with no buttons? Why do you do this? Why? Uh, um, uh, I don't know. And then you're a witch, and that's that's how I see it. If if you're going to make an accusation, back it up with evidence. If you have something that you want to say, at least put it in a question form. Be like, this is really weird. Does anybody know the answer to that? Instead of so-and-so needs to to come clean and prove that it's wrong or prove that i'm wrong well prove that i'm wrong if i call you a witch <laughs> you can't so i mean there, there's there's a lot of situations if not only that there's when you when you just make accusations that without evidence then you you're moving that you it's very easy to move the goalposts and say well you answered that but you didn't answer my entire question why? Because you're controlling the conversation. You can you can continue to, to extract more detail from them with the same question. No, I didn't mean that. That was part of it, but I didn't mean that way. Well, lay it all out. Anyway, you were talking about Twitter, right? And I, I interrupted you. <laughs> yeah, I guess you do got to burr up your butt today, huh? Do you think that Elon Musk was laying out enough evidence for all the stuff that he's tweeting about right now? Well, there there are screenshots of conversations, so it's not so he's just made an accusation. He's made an yes. accusation, and he has some evidence for that. He has he has evidence. There is no doubt. Um, but is it the, cherry picked evidence? Well, it he. I see a now court again. fight coming. <laughs> court fights <laughs> coming. There's there's a lot of people that will be shopping Amazon for new underwear tomorrow. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, shit. We have a lot of comments, too. 
I've been I've been scrolling through uh, Twitter. What do, what do we got here? Let's take a uh, peek. Uh, Nate apparently heard that uh, that we hadn't been uh, referring to NerdNote. I didn't say I was going to talk about NerdNote the entire time, dude. I said I was going to advertise. That's what we did. We advertised, and I went through that. I just saw this. He says, what the hell am I paying for? We talked about NerdNode. See? We're fine. It's up in the right-hand corner. Upper upper right hand corner, nerdnode.io. If I got a different graphic from Nerdnode, I might put it up there. Something a little more informative than just a logo. Wow, he's 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 calling you out, Nate. Uh, yeah, I I, I wouldn't. Said I was going to do an anti Nate channel. I I wouldn't tolerate that. I I would I would make him uh, do a formal apology on CFA. He's, you're you're the VC now, so you've, the, you've got to hold Faz. Yeah, you got to hold Faz accountable. Well, so let's add a little scandal in here because we we're talking about. I, I was mentioning that that I'm being promoted by NerdNode now, and Lycan Warlord popped something in there. He says now the tables have turned, and he refused to explain himself. I think he thinks that either we're being controlled. I think we're more controlling Nate actually and NerdNode because we could say bad things about NerdNode and they've already paid us. I I don't have anything bad to say about Nate or NerdNodes. I can so make shit I up. Can't help you there. I can <laughs> make shit up. So um, far, so far. By the way, I might want to use NerdNode because, uh, and I haven't right now. I, I'm I'm not going to say that I've used this. Um, it's against the law for me to say I'd use it. However, I have a node, a film node, a Gala film node running on my son's computer, and I have to remind him to do it every night. And it actually, I come to find out today, it hasn't been running for the last 10 days. And I think I might want to uh, dog food some of this uh, nerd node stuff just so that I could say I know what it is. What okay, like. so, so I'm glad you said that because we food. have – no. I hate that word, but uh, <laughs> we have a public service announcement. Da, 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 dun. What? Uh, if you didn't planned. see it, if you didn't see it today, uh, it was tweeted from Gala, a person at Gala, Manny, I think it was, that starting December fourteenth, V three nodes will be required. Uh, they they're making the change. V two will no longer be available to use and what day? so what i day was this december 14th so of won... course i jumped into that no i jumped into that tweet and i challenged them to make sure that they have two weeks then to get stable with these v3s <laughs> because no so i i loaded v3 earlier uh like three weeks ago right and every goddamn day 10 minutes after the 24-hour cycle hits, it crashes. And I yep, can't get it here. back without restarting it. Same with mine. I'm I got to put that on nerd node because I'm tired of doing that. I'm tired of resetting my fucking computer. Yeah, you can't just restart the node. You have to restart your entire computer for it to work. And then it'll crap out every single day at the same time. So if they're going to require us to be on V3, I think we need to require them to have some stable fucking software. 
Well, okay. So this, that's a good point. And this back to my argumentative style, uh, old man Smithers was requiring that Gala do something more in, in crypto Academy. And I could not get him to define what more means. So why don't you tell me what more means? I, I, I don't understand your context. <laughs> do you not want to you just don't want to reset it once a day so that's a hundred percent more you want it completely fixed or is partially fixed okay oh so okay all right that's all right now i understand so on v2 there have been periods of time where they pushed whatever button on their flux capacitor over there and it caused the node to crash okay i get it two three days i gotta reset my node but lately all right. And by lately, I mean like the last three or four months, I never had to touch V2. Yeah, V2 mine, I don't have to touch just, mine at all. They just, it hummed away like there's no tomorrow. I did post that screenshot on, on Faz Radio that time. It The one month when they were, when they were trying to get workloads on there for the uh, music nodes, where my machine reported uh, IPFS uh, of 2.5 terabytes uh, that was transferred on IPFS, which was, I, I mean, I think I was running the entire Gala ecosystem for that month because that was just insane. I don't know what they were testing or what they were doing with it, but holy shit, that was a lot of data. Okay, so um, you wouldn't have to worry about that if this were if you went to NerdNode. Uh, since Nate is actually typing stuff in here, I'd like to know how much NerdNode charges for all this stuff. Because um, I don't know, because I'm not dogfooding it yet. Um, but I, I'd like to know, especially, you know, if if they're going to be going to this new thing and it crashes every day, it might be worth it for me to put more nodes over there. It, it is something I think a lot of people would benefit from, especially just like, all right, so we, I've talked about this before, right? I live literally two miles from a nuclear power plant, okay? I can see the steam out my window right now. Do you live in Springfield, the Simpsons? No. Okay. No, no. Homer Homer's not here. I hope Homer's not here because I live so damn close. Homer's the one speaking. Uh, funny, <laughs> funny guy. So, uh, the wind blows too hard and I lose power. I lose power probably two times a month because the crappy lines they have over here. Right. So they built the power plant. They're excellent at nuclear power, but they, they put like bargain basement wiring for the, the entire neighborhood. And uh, so that's a pain in the ass, right? Because I got to come home. I got to turn everything back on. I got to get my node back up. I get it running. And then 20 minutes later, the power flickers and there goes the damn machine again. So it is something that I will be considering very heavily as we move forward, especially if V3 is going to be glitchy. Uh, I don't want to have to be sitting at work at my day job. My wife does not know how to work a node she doesn't even know what one is so i couldn't even have her restart it um it the v3 is for what for that something i'm interested about these v3s i'm wondering if you could just uh cancel the the actual job control delete and cancel the process 
I haven't tried that yet. Next time it crashes, because it does it every day, every 24 hours. Um, well, I have it. I have two Linux boxes running and two Windows, and I, I installed the V3 on Windows. And Docker for Windows has not been very stable. It runs three processes, but it only flickers two of them on and off every so often. Could it be um, Docker that's the problem? Because Docker it, what, it may right? be. Yeah, and it's not, you know, I'm not sure it's like completely stable on Windows at this point either. Um, but it runs it runs a service uh in a container that uh is node tools and that will come on and go off and come on and go off. And I don't know, I'm not geeky enough to get into the, the weeds on that and exactly what, what that does, but what, I, you're not going to make an accusation problem. that you can't support and say that it's Docker. No, oh, never mind. I won't. Cause I don't, I don't know enough about, about this yet. So I just learned Docker a few months ago uh, when I was setting up a, a BitPay server uh, node and I started learning about Docker because that requires Docker to run. So I am not an expert by any means. I know just enough to be dangerous. So I'm not even going to speculate on that. Okay. Let's see. I'm just looking through the, the chat here to see if there's anything else. <laughs> Old man Smithers has been invoked. That's hilarious. Well, Find a penny, man, pick it up all day long. You'll have good luck. You, you, and and OMS, man. That that exchange that you guys had, it was like uh, two old, old guys West, arguing. <laughs> it was an old west gunfight, is what that was. You were both accusing each other of. of no, I wasn't accusing him. The no. actual argument. No, you were he, trying to call each other out for context. He wanted. He wanted. Track and, he wanted to. He, he wanted to throw, he had a style of questioning, which I didn't like, where he wanted to, uh, I, I made a, a, a colloquial kind of statement where I'm like, this never happens. And he wanted to like slam it down my throat. Oh yeah. So that you're saying every time you say this, this never happened. No, people just say shit. Come on, man. And so he, he, he wanted to get real anal about it. So I decided to get anal about it. So, uh, I just gave him hell back. And, uh, I think. We, we actually kind of agree there, but I don't know if he'll ever admit that. But he's fun to talk to. He's he, he's at least honest ab about how he feels. And uh, he, I, I don't have to, uh, um, I, I don't doubt his intentions. And I don't think he's a, he's a rabble rouser uh, or just, I don't think he makes shit up. No, he makes very intelligent. Um, I like good arguments. I, I don't like it when people make shit up. I don't like when, when people say things and act like they're true and then make you to have to prove it to them. It's like, no, I'm not going to prove to you that I'm not a witch. You want to call me a witch? I'm a witch. I'll choose that every time. There's a there's a lot of people we've bumped into that that have a lot of wonderful things to say, but it it, it really what it boils down to is communicating what you really mean. And I struggle with that because, you know, I, I, I can see it perfectly clear in my head, but getting it out and having other people understand it can be difficult. Um, and that's why I've learned to, to stop and, and ask for more context so that I can, I can hopefully give a better answer. I, I'm tired of getting my ass handed to me for, 
for word salad well, that well, I know what I mean, but it just doesn't come out okay. that way. People, people are used to talking with their families where most people in their family agree with them, or they're used to talking to their friends and where their friends agree with them. And they get, then they get online and they find out that they, they're talking to somebody completely different with a different set of assumptions entirely. And they're like, when I say this buzzword or this trigger phrase, it just means this. No, not to everyone. And so people will say, because Gala does this, this is why they're 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 evil. And it's like, no, a lot of companies do that. How are they different? You know, and you know, they they people spend more time getting angry that I'm not just understanding what they mean than actually having to explain what they mean. And people talk in a mental shorthand. It's just easier that way. So it's this mental shorthand that gets everybody in trouble. It well, it it's hard too because then, in order to express your point, you you accuse me of this, and I know I'm guilty. Uh, I'll admit that right up front. He says it, that now, takes, but not during the no, other time. No, no, this you, you have a valid point here because I I ramble on sometimes like forever, and it's because I'm trying to get. I realize after I've I've said a few sentences, I'm like, yeah, I'm not conveying this right. So then I've got to explain better for what I was thinking. And then it turns into a big mishmash. And you're like, all right, I've got to go back and address like something you said like eight minutes ago. So I'm I'm trying to get better at that that succinct type of communication. A, a lot of people are lazy and they want they they assume that everything they say is understood completely and they want to stack point on top of point on top of point and then finally lower the boom. And by the time they lower the boom, they certainly believe that they have a lot of other a lot of points, but most of the other people are looking at them like, dude, you lost me about three points ago because you're just just going on some strange angle. And people just like to just complain. They should get their own podcast like me, put their name on it, and then people will listen to it. Well, you know, there, there, there's not a lot of complaints that are really off base, right? So everybody a of- has a point. I agree that when, when somebody complains about something, even if they're making a bad case of it, they have a point. The hard part is finding the point. And then the way you do it, because a lot of people want to have their point by putting someone else down. It's like, let's remove this whole you're wrong business and let's just talk about what you really mean to say. A lot of people have anger in there. Nobody ever listens to me. This is I I, I have a point all the time and I finally get going and then you just I, I lose you again. You know, they, they get angry at the process. Words are hard, man. Join the club. Well, yeah. And and, you know, everybody has a different experience that and point of perspective that they're, they're pushing from too. That, that has a a big bearing on it as well. All right. So uh, it sounds like we're rambling at this point. Yeah. 102 minutes in, uh, we've, we've covered what 142 minutes. Where have you, Oh, sorry. One hour and 43 minutes. Okay. I guess I was going to say, yeah, no, mine, mine says 102 minutes ago, we started this. So people are still on listening to us. That's good. We appreciate that very much. And we, we appreciate that, uh, that that we are sponsored by NerdNode because uh, uh, Nate says he enjoys us talking. So 
Win-win, man. <laughs> tonight, tonight was kind of a goofy one because we we had topics. It, we can probably let the cat out of the bag. So we, we had, had some topics last <laughs> night that we were going to do, and then we went into all of our right? topics, even for today. But yesterday, and yeah, we didn't have as much today, and so we we you know, this Twitter thing came up, and and these these Discord arguments came up, and. And I got to let people know how I feel about argument style. No, I think that's really important because um, when, when, when I wouldn't even call it an argument, you know, it's just, it's, it's intelligent people putting their points out for everybody to see and, and they don't always match. Right. Which is okay. And um, what I thought was cool, I do want to point this out. Right. So, Lichen, Lichen had a lot to say, and he he got picked on a little bit by everybody because kind of poking holes in, in his open open thoughts. And he made some kind of comment about, uh, <laughs> and, you know, unless Faz kicks me out of here or something. And, and what you said, I think, embodies what CFA is all about. And you said something to the effect of, no, man, you can say whatever you want to say as long as you're not attacking people. And that's one of the things I love the most about this platform that, that you created is that people can speak their mind and everybody's not going to agree with you, but we're not going to silence you or kick you out or, uh, make you feel like a, a, a piece of shit just because your opinion doesn't match everybody else's. You can say what you want to say within reason. And as long as you're, you're, you're talking not about being, on crypto Faz Academy, right. if you're going to advertise, do it right. Yeah. If you're, if you're not being rude or disrespectful or, or attacking somebody personally, say your piece, man. And, and that is awesome. That is awesome. Just be prepared to defend it. And th this is where I drive away more people than ban. I think we ban like what? One or two people total? Uh, yeah. Not, not including all the scammers. I mean, we ban like a scammer a week. But the uh, but as far as people being asshats, I don't the entire year and a half that we've been doing this, maybe two years, one or two people. And a lot of people, they start. Some people like to argue in a way where they just aim to misbehave and they just want to misbehave for a while and they want people to tell them. And then they're like, I don't care what you what you do or what you think. You can get rid of me if you want to. No, I actually want to hear what you have to say. If you're going to use that as your argument line, it kind of sucks. So actually say it. And I just want to hear what you mean. And it takes a while because. A lot of people argue in a very specific way, and it's like, okay, let's start pulling this apart piece by piece. You're asserting this, you're claiming this, you're asserting this, and you're claiming that. That's four claims, and uh, what do you have for that? And a lot of people will support claims with claims. They'll be like, okay, you're a witch because you're demonic. What? <laughs> okay, why, why, what's demonic mean? Well, it's demon demons are pe people that do what you do. What the fuck do I do? And and so it's it's yes, I'm using something extreme to just just make a point. When you use a claim to to explain a claim to explain a claim, it never ends. Humans are endlessly creative. You can you can come up with you can come up with you could tie it back into the original. 
humans humans can have have been tricking each other since the beginning of humankind and all i want to do is follow a process your first claim seems to be this one and uh actually in this this case the the conversation that we had on cfa was about uh wasn't it about gala games about how transparent they were or something benefactors wallet what was that that's that's how it it well, that was the main crux of it, and it was about wallets and transparency and, and, and what evil should be transparent and, and, evil. and what shouldn't. And, and I was like, why should Gala have to do this? And then the answer was, because Gala does these other things. Okay, what about those other things? Tell me about the, more about those other things. And, you know, claim, answered by claim. And all I want to do is dig down to the root reason. My root understanding of why gala games has problems actually has nothing to do with the individual things they do has to do with bad communication and i've said this from the very very beginning gala games has bad communication they're doing a million things they got a million things going on they tell you about half of them they tell you they give you leaks every goddamn day and then these leaks some of these leaks are like we're thinking of having horses in mirandas and then later on they're like we're having horses but they're going to be like this. And people go, wait, when we had this discussion about you thinking about horses, I got this one idea. And now that you're having horses, that you're saying this total other idea, you guys are lying to me. No, they're throwing out a bunch of disconnected details that have no cohesion. Put a fucking FAQ on your website. That would solve a lot. So that seems to be the root of a lot of beefs with Gala Games, in my opinion. It's just an FAQ. And I... I I, I, I pound the word standard down people's throats all the time. Have a standard that you go by. Show us the gala way of doing something instead of just piecemeal here and there kind of stuff. That's That starts so many proxy arguments. We have all these people fighting proxy wars or, or with, 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 that they have with, with gala games because they, ju- they just disagree with something gala does and they don't know all the facts. I don't know any of the facts. That's why I'm coming in like a pure stupid person going, why do you even think that? Where'd you even get that from? But somehow I'm supposed to know. Well, you, you, you are, I think, very deeply immersed in the ecosystem, right? So a lot of picture sound there, by the way, I'm hearing us again hearing us I wonder on, on your headset perhaps it's too close to the mic oh i got yeah, that this one. other one yeah because i talk very loud go ahead i think i think nate was saying something about that a little bit earlier oh you know what i got i did i forgot to probably turn off the sound check i bet you i did how Sounds about like a tv just going on that? in the background but it's really yeah us. it's really us Nate said something about that a little bit earlier. He's like, I hear a really faint. <laughs> That's the second time I've done that. This sound check, I got to get a better process for that. Anyway, go ahead. I, I interrupted you. What the hell was I saying? I don't remember anymore. Oh, my God. We're, we're going on way oh, too long. You're, yeah, I know. You're So you're so deeply immersed in this more than most people, right? So most people have uh, a lot less depth in this in this ecosystem they just come they buy a few nfts they play some games and they'll come in and and want to hear new things and bitch about how they got their ass handed to them with their spider tank or whatever i mean you're you're incredibly deep which gives you a different perspective to speak from 
So I think that's why it's highly engageable when you uh, you put out what you know and what you think about this ecosystem. Oh, I, I think people see me as a target. I'm very targetable <laughs> instead of engageable. They're like, this guy's an idiot. Let me show him the let's show him how it's going to work. This is well, how things you, are. You're right. I I do. I think the same way in a lot of ways because I think you, you, you do. You 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 fight more on the principles that Gallup projects versus an objective way of looking at it. I think I think on Faz Radio. I I mean I I've motherfucked Gala, you know, a dozen times over the past two years, and and pretty hard sometimes about the the stupid shit and stupid decisions I think that they make. Right? I there were two instances where you let Gala have it for something. One of which the podcast was such a mess we just ended up pulling it off because it was just all over the place. It was a disaster. The second one, I, I told you during the podcast that I was like, holy crap, I can't believe you just actually said that. I had never heard you go off <laughs> on Gala like that. So I can see why people look at it that way, because I see you that way a lot of times, too. It seems like it's an automatic that you're going to be like parroting what Gala says. I ain't even going to parrot what NerdNode says, just so you know. That was a stipulation, and that's sponsorship. We could make an anti-Nate channel. Um, no, actually, uh, see, it's only going to become an issue if your sponsor is, like, big. And I think Gala is, is a bigger target, and people are very suspicious of Gala. But I think that people are pumping up Gala way too much, and they're trying to make Gala seem like they're Google and Yahoo. Most people on this planet have not fucking heard of Gala. Okay, come on. <laughs> you you have a small group of people that that have heard of Gala, and no, they're they're they they don't have as much influence as you think. But yeah, we we have a lot of Gala listeners, so it it means something to all of us. So I'm I'm happy to give my two cents. But I I do, I do feel for as much as we give Bitbender and Gala a hard time, we need to educate people and get serious about their expectations. So I, I give give individuals saying things about Gala a hard time too, saying at least be honest. Uh, one one thing my wife likes about me, she's told me for years, is she says you fight fair. Yeah, I do fight, but I fight fair, and I don't blame other people for my problems. I state that there's a problem and that the problem not uh, needs to get solved. And then you have to wade through all of the the, uh, the the disconsent that just stating that problem brings up. Um, if you remove the emotion, I think if you if you remove a lot of the 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 pissed off emotion behind why your subject is a problem, you might be able to solve the problem a lot sooner. That's our philosophy for today. <laughs> uh, by the way, Crypto Faz Academy does have a crypto philosophy channel, which is just really me just posting philosophy memes in there but it's just a way i think about crypto that's something to look at in the crypto faz academy discord are we I done yet yeah i'm tapped out man good tired it's 
one hour and 55 minutes. Thank you again, uh, guys, for hanging with us. Uh, this podcast is fun to do. Hopefully, it's just as fun to listen. I just saw, saw the statistics. Apparently, we have people in Russia, in UAE. That's really interesting that you have people in all sorts of countries that I would never expect it. Very cool. They, they must like the, the amount that I curse or something. Or maybe maybe they think that, that they like you better than me. Everybody can have their heroes, man. Well, somebody did say that that they wanted Titan for president. So I'm going to I'm going to hang out of that for the rest of my life. You can be president of Faz Radio. I will be Faz of Faz Radio. How's that? <laughs> All right. Uh, that is it. Uh, unless you got anything else. See you later. See you later. Okay, I don't hear nothing. I have a little outro. Oh, maybe I need to press this play button. That's the wrong button. Let's press this other one. Oh, 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 wait, wait, Titan. We have our uh, pre-recorded outro to do. Uh, can you, like, say your thing so that people will know? Oh, absolutely. Hey, like, subscribe, and throw some comments below. That helps us, which in turn helps us provide you with much, much better content every week. Thanks for being a listener. Thanks for supporting the channel. And thanks for sitting through our pre-recorded outro.